0: Welcome back to another crazy episode of the Cold Comedy Show, where nothing's really funny unless you want it to be. Well, today is the hearing that the Capitol is having to hold tech companies responsible for the uprising and the disinformation that white nationalists actually put on their platforms. Now, I'm listening to this hearing, and I realize that the Republicans, they're playing a the game like you're trying to be canceled, and the Democrats are playing a game like, you know, you didn't cancel them enough. You know, sounds to me like a lot of them don't even know what, how technology really works in the 21st century. That's just my opinion, and I'm not tech savvy, because if any of these guys did their job, I'm talking about the Democrats right now. If they'd really done their job and or their staff, they would realize that the Republican Party and the Russians and whomever else decide to buy ads on Facebook, they have the right to. You can't monitor all types of information, but you can get rid of hate speech, but hate speech is information and protected under the Constitution. So blows my mind how one side say you're putting out misinformation the other side saying it's not enough misinformation. And you know, something that Zuckerberg, whatever his freaking name, who owned Facebook, the CEO of Facebook, but like that, he said um, this misinformation been going on before Facebook was created, which is true. Right-wing media, propaganda, newspapers, you know what I'm saying. They have to have their point of view. What they did was they took all of that white nationalist bullshit and put it on platforms to target certain people. Well, if anyone ever paid attention to the great hack and you want to know what happened to your data, you realize Facebook was part of the problem. Project Alamo... Where Facebook people actually work with the Trump campaign, Facebook people actually work with Barack Obama's campaign. Except Barack Obama, with, Barack Obama, with, but not positive messages. Just so happens the Russians and other evil people on the right was buying negative ads, and that's how the whole shit fall. whole shit fell apart, and so now they want to, because uh, for now, but I now, they freaking out because the Capitol got stormed by some white militias, and they was communicating on the platforms. But, you know, you can't really fought Facebook and Twitter. You know, they give you a free product. Free means something you got to pay for. You got to pay for it. So how do you pay for it? By selling ads. Ads that can target it with the algorithm to certain people. Well, if I could c- select persuadables, I can get away with it. What I mean by that is, if I can target enough ignorant people with that train of thought, bigotry, hate, racism, which a lot of them do have it, and I target them saying Hillary this and Hillary that, Nancy Pelosi this, Nancy Pelosi that, and they get it on the internet as well as a Q and on bullshit. Uh, then you turn around, white right wing media constantly banging them with it. Pow, pow, pow. Oh my God! Don't take the don't take the shot. Whoa! Freedom, democracy, wrapping themselves in the white nationalist bullshit. It's freedom of speech. Facebook making money left hand over feet because that's how they make money, by selling your data. Data is the most valuable product in the world right now. You are, American citizen, regardless how stupid you are, you are marketable. And I could sell you, I could sell your data to other companies to target you to buy their product. Did that make sense? Yeah. Okay. You know, I'm trying to tell you this in layman terms and cool way of talking. If I really bring out my nerd, you, I'll lose you. So I'm trying to keep this shit going. Deal with me. So today they have a hearing, okay? Another, the more than one hearing. And they have all the big CEOs of Facebook, um, Google, Twitter. Which, by the way, Twitter and kicked me off because I've been warning America on Twitter. Which I only had a hundred and some followers, but I still got kicked off. So I said, fuck Twitter. Because Twitter can, you say something truthful and they flag it. Meanwhile, Donald Trump can get away with murder and 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 storming the Capitol before they finally cut his ass off permanently. Because he was he had millions of followers, and I, an up and coming comedian and podcaster, only had one hundred and ninety six. Followers, if I still have them on Twitter. I haven't been on Twitter in about a year since the virus hit. But I've been kicked off about five, six, seven times, censored for saying white nationalism had taken over our government because somebody didn't like it and they contact Twitter and they censor someone who's really irrelevant. So, I'm listening to these old guys sit up here and question these people. And, you know, you can listen to the questions. Some is playing the right-wing media game, and the other ones are playing the political game. Like, they really understand what they're talking about. Section 230, whatever that fucking thing is, they gave the right... Let the tech companies govern themselves. Free market, free enterprise, you know corporate greed you know whatever the fuck you know whatever wrapped up into that thing is that the industry governs manage itself writing and rules and regulate themselves you know let them do so facebook and all of these companies they're not in it for us to communicate with each other they're in it for profit so only way they can make profit by selling our data we have become the commodity. Okay, that's the nerd side of me, just letting you know that. We have become the commodity, okay? I don't give a fuck how racist or stupid or educated you are. You going I don't give a fuck if you stay off of Facebook and Twitter for the rest of your life. If you buy something in a store, if you fucking walk down the street, if you fucking drive your car, data is being collected. You've been tagged, dude, and ladies. You've been tagged, okay? And so if you have a smartphone, the data is running 24 hours a day every time you use it. So you can get off of Facebook, you can get off of Twitter, but you're still losing your data. Now, these guys sitting here questioning these um, CEOs about um, how they're going to... um, Manage the internet, and Zuckerberg. Duckerberg, I fuck his name up, but the CEO of Facebook had a had a. Um, and he made a good point that you can't look at them. You have to look at the system, the way misinformation works in America. You will have 166 traders in the House of Representatives. Who's still participating in our democracy? You have 45 traitors in our Senate still participating in democracy. You have state houses and 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 governors who are Republicans and senators who are traitors who are still participating in some form of democracy. But they have to have a scapegoat, and that's where the Cold Comedy Show come in because I'm not gonna let them get away with just. Blaming all the BS and the racism and the bigotry on Facebook and Twitter, and and Google. No, no. It's the Republican Party, and it's the Democratic Party, because see, these guys know who these billionaires, racist motherfuckers, who weaponize information. How the fuck we got Steve Bannon and 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 um. Roger Stone pop up out of the blue. I thought Roger Stone was dead somewhere or in some whorehouse fucking around with some women and shit cause Steve Bannon Steve Bannon's some old drunk that actually let the fucking um truth out one day and they had to fucking shut his show off because he was telling all the secrets. We knew they was gonna storm the Capitol. We knew everything cause these motherfuckers was telling it. Steve Bannon got drunk when Joe won. Oh I fucked this shit! One thing about alcohol, it'll make you tell the truth when you got enough of it in you. Thanks, Steve. And what he did? He got pardoned. Um, Roger Stone. We know Roger Stone was there with the, for the overthrow of democracy, but he wanted to keep his hands off, so he stayed away, distanced himself away from the Oak Keepers, the Proud Boys, three percenters. We know that. But the problem is, we have these same motherfuckers in our government. Ted Cruz, Harley, all of these motherfuckers, every Republican who who, who, um, voted to acquit Donald Trump was down with the overthrow of democracy. Our media is not going to say it because for God, for some reason, God, we got to save the Republican Party. There's no more saving the Republican Party. The Democratic Party ain't worth saving anymore. It should be the American Party if you're a patriot you love this country stand for something okay can't stand for tyranny trade you know tyranny being a traitor a white supremacist all of that nonsense why the world looking at us and saying wow america's fucked up because why america's fucked up because rich privilege pricks like Richard Spencer and the rest of those white nationalists who own Fox News, Newsmax, St. Clair, it and donate to the Republican Party, CPAC, and all of that crazy shit. That's the problem. Children of the Confederacy is the fucking problem. Mitch O'Connell sit down the other day and said, Well, all this jerrymandering is not because they want to stop black folks from voting. It's because of voter ID laws. Just for him to burp that shit out of his fucking duck turkey neck, is enough to let me know that he's a white supremacist. And Lindsey Graham, oh my God, I never put the sheet over my head before, but I'm willing to just go all out and be racist. Tim, Tom Cotton, all of these—I mean, Ted Cruz, Marco Rubio—I mean, these people. Ted Cruz and Marco Rubio are supposed to be Spanish, but you notice they're white Spanish. Very racist. Very racist. They more racist than anything. They racist against their own self. If Ted Cruz can fucking bleach himself, he would do so. He went to Cancun. You see how much he cares about the people in Texas. It's a political game by a bunch of racist ass people that the Koch brothers and the Mercers went through generations and generations manufacturing politicians that would do their dirt okay let's keep it real they teamed up with some crazy motherfuckers from britain to overthrow here, the united states democracy as well as britain by pulling out of the european union okay it wasn't because they weren't making money in the european union it was because of too many brown people coming into europe and landing the britain that's what it's about the same problem here in america they let the Hispanics back into America to get the little jobs that blacks won't do. And the first thing the motherfuckers do, wait, 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 wait. they're too many, they're like cockroaches, you know? Now they gotta exterminate, but you will never get rid of cockroaches. Trust me, they survive. Now you got people coming, leaving the third world countries where the United States went down there and fucked up. But all the media wanna do is go to the border. Hey, will not you go beyond the border and find out the reason why Oh, but it's not in our budget. The narrative is more important than the truth. You know, this is the game that America has been playing. Okay, so, I went off subject a little bit, but you're listening to the cold comedy show, you're going to get the truth out of me one way or the other. All right, I got to drop three shows in behind right now, so let's get this one started. This one is about the hearing that um, Facebook is having. Um, and it's like trying to blame the tech giants for the fuck up of the United States political system. And so you're not, you know, it's not, I, I don't, I don't consider it fair. I, I, I will not say that. I will never say it's fair because first of all, the senators, all they're looking for is getting reelected. By acting like they're doing something We know they're not doing a goddamn thing Okay, anybody in their right mind Know these motherfuckers aren't doing a goddamn thing Okay, so let's listen to this shit a little bit And you see how they play the game And the game Is BS Because half of them don't even understand tech So let's rock
1: Immediately after the Capitol insurgency, um, Cheryl Sandberg um, did an interview in which she insisted that the uh, siege was largely planned on smaller platforms. Um, that, uh, but court filings actually show something quite the uh, quite the opposite: that the Proud Boys and Oath Keepers uh, used Facebook to coordinate in real time. During the uh, during the siege, and so my question for you is: Will you admit today um, that uh, Facebook groups, in particular, um, played a role in the uh, in fomenting the uh, extremism that we saw, and that led to the uh, capital siege? Uh,
2: Congresswoman, thanks for the the, the question on this. In, in the comment that, that, that Cheryl made, what, what I, I believe that we were trying to say was um, and, and, and what I stand behind um, is what was widely reported at the time that uh, after no, January of I, these
1: things. You know, I'm sorry to, to interrupt, as um, many of my colleagues have had to do because we only have five minutes, but would you say that and would you admit that Facebook played a role?
2: Congresswoman, I think certainly there was content on our services, and um, and and from that perspective, I, I think that there's further work that we need to do to make our, our services I, I and, and moderation more effective.
1: Uh, um, I, hear the that. That are... I hear that. Okay, I'm going to ask uh, Mr. Pachai uh, a, a question. Um, many companies have used Section 230 um, as a shield to escape um, consumer protection laws. And um, I have a bill that would actually not protect uh, companies that uh, that do that, and so Mr. Pichai, would you agree that uh, that would be a proper um, use to not allow um, liability protection for those who um, uh, violate consumer protection laws? Uh,
2: Congresswoman, uh, consumer protection laws are very important in many areas, like like lights, we comply with COPPA and HIPAA. Uh, I think the right approach is to have uh, legislation in applicable areas and have us.
1: Okay, i I'm, I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to interrupt uh, again. Is that a yes? That if the, a law has been broken, a consumer protection law, that it would not, there would not be liability protection under Section 230, for you
2: we rely on the liability protections to actually take strong action in particularly new types of content. When the Christchurch shooting happens, within a few minutes, our teams have to make decisions about the content to take down that certainty is what we rely on. But I agree with you that we should have strong consumer protection laws and be subject to it and have agencies like the FTC uh, have clear oversight uh, over those uh, laws and how we comply with them.
1: Let me just ask a real yes or thank you, a real yes or no, quickly, do you think that when you take money to run advertisements that uh, promote disinformation, that you are exempt from liability? Yes or no? Yes or no? Um, Mr. Zuckerberg, yes or no?
2: Uh, Congresswoman, I don't, I don't know the, the legal answer to that, but we don't allow misinformation in our ads, and any ad that's been fact-checked is false. We don't allow it to run as an ad.
1: Okay, uh, Mr. Dorsey?
2: Uh, again, I, I also would need
0: to review the, the legal precedent for it. Well, um, let me freeze that for one moment. Now, you heard what the he would, CEO uh-huh. of... Um, Facebook just said we're they, take, they take down negative ads.
1: Okay, and Mr. Uh,
2: we. Bullshit. Subject to FTC's deceptive ad practices, so there are statutes which apply to us. Uh, we removed over 3 billion bad ads last year alone.
1: Okay, let me ask...
0: And it's <laughs> three... You know... Um,
1: one more question. <laughs> Um, do you think that Section 230 should be expanded to trade agreements that are being made, as happened in uh, the U.S. uh, trade agreement with Mexico and Canada? Yes or no? Mr. Zuckerberg. Congresswoman,
2: my primary goal would be to help update Section 230 to reflect the the uh the, the kind of modern reality and what we've learned over 25 years. But that said, I do still think that section 230 plays a foundational role in the development of the internet and uh, oh the companies getting built.
0: You know what? Let me finish that. Section 230 gave these guys the power to do what they want. Cuz you think about it, when the internet rules was being written, nobody knew what the fuck the internet was or is a bunch of ideas that we can communicate with each other but through time and it's free by the way you can get up there and research anything look for anything it was the reason they did that because they can sell your data one more time because of you the consumer I can get enough data to convince you of bullshit, okay? It's tem simple, simple, simple as that. So what we're listening to is a PR campaign to convince people who tune in that the Senate is doing something about data,
3: to, trying to, to platform, get uh, often amplifying discord, uh, and it boosts
0: to get. See, it's... Oh, you listen, listen. Quite
3: an outdated liability shield that incentivizes you to look the other way or take half measures uh, while you make billions at the expense of our kids, our health, the truth. And now we've seen the very foundation.
0: But this is where shit goes wrong. Every time we turn on Tucker Carlson, um, Hannity, Newsmax, News1... MSNBC, CNN—they have the right to broadcast their garbage. They're not questioning why Fox News is 100% propaganda machine, but it wasn't too—you know—and then they create Newsmax, News One. Ross Limbaugh spread misinformation until he died. Hannity, Mark Levin. That little dude got a fantasy about Carly B. Oh, uh, God, i forgot forgotten. Ran Shapiro. <laughs> How did we end up in this situation? Because our media has been bought and paid for by corporate America. We're too busy focusing in on nonsense and looking at the world for what it really is. We have reporters out there not reporting the truth. They just report what they've been told to report. There's no more independent journalism. a few independent journalists out there they can't make no money because the truth is not profitable. You can't make a profit. Okay, profitable. I fucked that one up. Profit. <laughs> oh my God. I'm trying to talk stupid stuff. Okay, anyway, look. Just to get to some of you simple folks out there, there's a game being played. Okay, like Monopoly. And say, for example, you got three people who actually own the board, and you want to get in the game. Well, you don't have enough to actually challenge the game because you don't have no skin in the game. The game that these people are playing is corporate power and greed. And then the biggest trophy is the United States government, the British government. French government. And the rise of fascism and and corruption. See, it's always been out there. But after the fall of the Berlin Wall and the rise of the... Eastern Blocs. States. All that Nazis and racism and ignorance. And it was all there. It just... Manafort, and the rest of those clowns to bring it out. So, they have the trials with Facebook and to cover their asses, these Republicans and Democrats, They, they try to act like they understand what Facebook, Twitter, Google is all about. These super nerds who own these platforms, who actually can communicate and pass data around the world in nanoseconds, nanoseconds, you're looking at these old senators and they don't have a clue. They're outdated. They're trying to regulate something that they don't understand. But you know who understood it? Steve Bannon. Rupert Murdoch. Roger Hell. The Kochs. They funded this nightmare that we're living through. And they test this weapon out around the world before they introduced it to Facebook. They was working with inf- misinformation, informational warfare, but like that. Informational warfare over in the Middle East to stop the Taliban or Al-Qaeda from recruiting, as well as they used it to fuck with people in Myanmar, let them see how well misinformation can make people commit genocide. It's funny when the United States confronted China about their geno- you know—their genocide and their human rights abuses. China stood up and said, "How are you gonna lecture us when you?" fucked up yourself. You know, one drunk can't tell another drunk that there's a drunk. You get what I'm saying? You know, a crackhead cannot lecture another crackhead about you smoking too much crack when you're both smoking crack. You get that metaphor, right? So, America cannot lecture China for his wrong when America has white supremacy in his borders trying to overthrow the government and commit massive wrong. And we can't lecture China about them locking people in concentration camps when we're doing the same with immigrants from South America. I'm just breaking it down to you and keeping it real. Out of all the noise that they can run down to the border and talk about, that's BS, that's corporate media. America has its own sins. And we can't ask someone else to clean up their own backyard unless we clean up ours. Right now, the southern confederate segregationists are writing laws to disenfranchise millions of Americans so they can stay in power. But we lecturing China about their backyard. Have you seen ours? Today on the Cold Coming Show, you know, we listen to the senators and the representatives on both sides try to wrangle to get their information, their political talking points out, put it like that. And corporate CEOs from Facebook, Twitter, and all the rest of those guys, they have lawyers to school with them on how to BS the senators. The senators aren't been bit more serious about regulating Facebook or Twitter or, or any of them other platforms because Fuckers got money. Money talks. Bullshit walks. Our government does not work for us. It never have, and never will. They throw us crumbs. They keep us afloat. Twelve hundred dollars. Take eight months. Six hundred dollars. New president. Fourteen hundred. $300, $400. No, no. Dropped $100. Just give him three. Joe Manson don't really want to get rid of the filibuster. Joe Manson is nothing more than a white supremacist disguised as a Democrat. He's one of them old school white supremacists. He kept the Democratic code from the Southern Confederacy. So the Democrats who are liberals... Have a Confederate in their midst along with a traitor can't get shit done. Mitch O'Connell said they're not trying to create voter ID laws to disenfranchise black. It's about integrity of the government. The biggest bullshit you ever want to hear come out of a fucking politician's mouth. They actually publicly showing you who they are, and yet America act like they don't get it especially corporate media because these fucking guys vote Republican they donate to these fucking guys they go to the same dinner parties of course they're going to ignore it you call deny the truth whatever the fuck that science bullshit for okay so there's enough of that on the cold show we're going to well the cold comedy show Uh, ain't shit funny here um, we're gonna listen to bits and pieces of how we end up in the situation we are in. Cause a lot of you guys weren't paying attention a year ago, so I'm gonna have to do this shit all over again. This is how we end up in the situation with data fuck up. Because these people are so smart personal arms they know how to fuck with us. So let's get it started. A series, The Great Hack.
4: The Great Hack is a 2019 documentary film about the Facebook Cambridge Analytica data scandal. Produced and directed by Jehandel Jame and Kareem Ima, Both previous Documentary Academy Award nominees. Would you like to hear more?
0: No, thank you. Let's go to it. Now, you can Google the documentary. You hear a series. She knows who it is. Do you know what happened? So let's find out. Here is the great hack. And you wonder why we're in the situation we're in. We're being mind fucked. No, mind fuck, not mine. Mine. your mind, not a mind. Mine. Did I get that right?
5: Yeah, so you seem to have travelled a long way from an idealistic intern in Barack Obama's campaign to working for an organisation that keeps pretty unsavoury company.
6: Didn't that make you uncomfortable at all? He referred to having two sets
5: of business cards. Who did you work for? provided information to any country's intelligence agency.
4: advertisement that has convinced you that your microphone is listening to your conversations (laughs) it's hard for us to imagine how else it could work but what's happening is that your behavior
6: is being accurately predicted so the ads that seem uncannily
4: accurate that have to be eavesdropping on us are more likely to be evidence that the targeting works and that it predicts our behavior.
1: Maybe it's because I grew up with the internet as a reality. The ads don't bother me all that much. When does it turn sour?
0: When did it turn sour? That's the question. When Barack Obama become president, those who was manipulating our government all these decades, from their parents to their children to their grandchildren, grow up thinking that democracy only worked for those with power. Fuck everyone else. By the way, they used the poor whites like pawns in a game to stay in power. Where did it go wrong? When information became mainstream, when I can communicate with my best friend and people I haven't seen in decades, Facebook was that tool, but Facebook was free. So was Twitter. So how did it make their money? By selling your information. We call it data. Personal, and once they collected it, they see what you like, what you hit, you dislike, what your fantasies is, uh, everything that you do. If you're a pervert, they didn't know it. If you're a good person, they didn't know it. They did look at your friends and their likes. Next thing you know, they have a profile of you. So when you look for Some organic food, you get targeted. That's what that algorithm was designed to do. To learn. So it can please you. Um, If you're a white supremacist, it connects you with other white supremacists. It's marketing, that's what commercials are. I can tell you what to believe, what to buy how to think, what can cure you, what cannot. You're being mind-fucked. And racism, bigotry, and white supremacy been mind-fucking people in this country for decades. It's centuries. I can change the narrative, this is way before Facebook. How the fuck did we end up in this situation? Let's go back to Reconstruction, okay? How many people died fighting for the freedom of slaves? What did the southern white man do? He rewrote history. Next thing you know, you have Jim Crow segregation. Confederates going to Washington to become judges, sit on the Supreme Court, writing laws like there's no law that a white man has to respect from a black man, or there's no rights that a black man has that a white man has to respect. Next thing you know, we're struggling again. Well, yeah, they, they gave tribute to those who died, but it was the lost cause. That's how we end up in the situation we're in today. But information is a damn powerful tool. We have traitors in our government, in our country. And the only ones who do not know that there's a lot of rich racist traitors in our government and country are those who are poor. They're rich, though. Joe Biden knows. This whole game about president is a political game that a bunch of rich folks get together and throw around some electoral college numbers. Even though we vote for what we want, they decide, in the end, who they want. When Hillary said, don't put Donald Trump in the White House, she weren't talking to the average voter. She was talking to those with power. They thought they control this monster. Some knew he was a monster. Others went along with the monster. Look how Ted Cruz and Lindsey Graham had flipped the script. Marco Rubio all in, kissing the ring of the Lord Trump. Look at how the Republican Party walked locked in step to give his their rich friends tax cuts and breaks, because those people they gave billions of dollars in tax cuts are the ones who it, who help fueling segregation, bigotry and hate, and misinformation in this country. Facebook is a tool that these rich motherfuckers use to stay in power. You think Donald Trump, unqualified, uneducated white man, went? he just went to the best schools. He didn't learn a goddamn thing. Except one, how to manipulate stupid people. He was the perfect tool for these rich people to use to destroy democracy. Let's listen to the rest of this.
4: it began with a dream of a connected world a space where everyone could share each other's experiences and feel less alone it wasn't long before this world became our matchmaker instant fact checker personal entertainer, guardian of our memories, even our therapist. I was teaching digital media developing apps. So I knew that the data from our online activity wasn't just evaporating. And as I dug deeper, I realized these digital traces of ourselves are being mined into a a trillion-dollar-a-year industry. We are now the commodity. But we were so in love with the gift of this free connectivity that no one bothered to read the terms and
0: conditions. We was being mined, fucked. Digital freedom of communicating with people that we can meet socialize, social, so God, I'm fucking up, socializing with, um, connecting with to advance your career. If you go to the bank or you do a digital transfer or you buy, whatever, everything you do on the internet is being mine. Okay, you can get off of it. You can drop so you can drop Twitter like I did. You can drop um, Instagram. You can drop TikTok. But your data is going to stay with you. But you use your ATM, your credit card, you pay your mortgage, you buy shit. You're connected to the grid. And a lot of you think, oh, I'm off Facebook. I'm not. No doesn't work that way. They know who you are. They know your habits. They know your likes. Who buy porn on Facebook. Who watch porn on on the internet. They know. They know you might like freaky porn. They might know you like, you know, anything. Or just do into balloons and ice cream. It's crazy shit. Then you start getting targeted with balloons and ice cream. Different types of ice cream. And different quality of balloons. Depends on what you want to do with them. AI don't have a conscience. So if you put racism and hate, it's going to accelerate. You're being my I'll be right back with the great hack. So you can to understand who helped fuck you over. Oh, by the way, you listen to The Cold Comedy Show.
4: All of my interactions, my credit card swipes, web searches, locations, my likes, they're all collected in real time and attached to my identity, giving any buyer direct access
0: to my emotional pulse. Well, I was working on the gray hat, trying to let you guys know that people like Alec um, and the Mercers and the Cokes funding white supremacy in this country are a threat. We have to go after the corporate donors. Who, who, who invests in CPAC, who invests in white nationalist projects, who invests in stacking the state houses in the Senate and, the, and our courts with white supremacists. See, if we don't stop and go after these people, they're going to destroy democracy because they don't care about democracy. All they care about is white power and the Republican Party represent it. Now, out of all the shit that Georgian went through in an the, in the election um, because Donald Trump wanted to steal it. They know they couldn't do it publicly, so they changed the laws. Then Alec write these laws and run them all over to 40-some states, the same law they're just dropping off in Republican states and Democratic states as well, as long as they got the majority in the House and the Senate, they can pass these racist ass laws. To block minorities from having rights as well as votes. Um, Mitch O'Connell stood there on the floor. And said, get, rid of the fil- get rid of the filibuster. We're going to burn everything down. They already... Died. Dude, you already lit the fucking place on fire. There's, It's already burning. Well, when are we going to put the fire out? By standing up to white supremacy. This is what it is. This is the old Jim Crow 3.0. Straight up racism. They're not trying to hide it anymore. They're telling you and showing you who they are, and we're acting like, oh, oh my God! They just got voter ID laws. They just passed, dude. They disenfranchising citizens. This is bigger than just a news story. That's you can blurb out for ratings. Um, this is bigger than that. This this shit is bigger. So if we're going to have a democracy or not, because the Republican Party does not give a fuck about democracy, so let's just get that shit out of the way, because they got propaganda machines, news networks, and they're complaining, which I was showing you, with the great hack, and how they help destroy democracy with, under Donald Trump. These rich motherfuckers invest their money through secret organizations. ALEC is the main problem, along with any other right organization. The Heritage Foundation, all of these. Citizen for Prosperity. Get rid of all those fucking comfortable names because it's all hide that's, that's a cover for white supremacy. Any lobbyist who lobby for Republican causes is a white supremacist. And what hurts me the most, in the 21st century, we're still dealing with 20th century problems like Jim Crow
3: have just passed a sweeping voting bill that would make it harder to vote by mail, limit voting hours, and curb the use of drop boxes, and would allow for state takeovers of local election offices, among other things. It is one of the first major bills to pass amid a wave of voter suppression measures being introduced in states across the country. At least 250 bills have been introduced in 43 states. The measure now heads to the desk of Republican Governor Brian Kemp, who is expect to sign it, expected to sign it tomorrow. Tonight. Joining us now is MSNBC contributor Aaron Haynes of the 19th. Aaron, this is going to make a lot of people very, very concerned about the integrity of our elections coming up. Um, your, your thoughts about what this portends for voter restriction laws that are in state legislatures across the country.
0: Before she give her opinion, what we have to do is force the Democrats who control the Senate to get rid of the filibuster. Right now. The forest is on fire. And we don't have no water to put it out. So light another fire. Burn the shit down. Pass laws. To get rid of white supremacy. To block them in their steps. Who gives a fuck what Mitchell Con- Mitch O'Connell threatened? Who gives a fuck about these traitors. In the house and the senate. Because they do not represent America. They represent tyranny. Fuck what Fox News, News One, News Max. Fuck them because they're all about tyranny. We have to take the money away from corporate America. If these white rich motherfuckers want to fund this shit, we shouldn't buy their products. Home Depot, Lowe's, Walmart. Find out the families of these Fortune 500 companies Apple, Google, I don't give a fuck who they are. If you dig into it and you find out these motherfuckers funding shit for the Republican Party, buying influence, I'm talking about Blackwater, Wall Street investors. Go after these motherfuckers. Expose them for who they are. That's the only way we're going to get this shit under control. We should not spend our money to make America great and better When you got white supremacy trying to destroy it and tear it down. And that's the problem in the United States. We always deny the truth and the truth is in our face. The Republican Party do not give a fuck about democracy. Only one thing they give a fuck about is white power.
6: Couple of thoughts, Alex. One, uh, you know, Georgia is once again kind of leading the way on on these efforts to to curtail uh, access to the ballot, particularly for for certain groups. Uh, it was 15 or so years ago that Georgia was was kind of the pioneer on voter ID laws that were mimicked in in states uh, after Georgia uh, passed their law. And and now that you have the absence of Section 5 Washington, of the Voting Rights Act, uh, states are able to pass this to kind of legislation voting. without pre-clearance from from yeah, the Justice the old Jim Crow so, dance. Uh, you know, I wouldn't be surprised uh, to see to see other states you know we already know there's model legislation uh, happening in other states, uh, you know, kind of taking from best practices in GOP uh, state houses, and so we'll see if, if other states mirror uh, kind of what Georgia has it apparently has been able to do, uh, because Governor Kemp is expected to sign uh, this legislation tonight. And
3: I think a lot of people have heard about these voter restriction measures, but there is another equally cancerous, pernicious aspect to this, which is the the partisan takeover of state elections boards. In this Georgia bill, it's stripping authority from the Secretary of State. Now in Georgia. That's a man named Brad Raffensberger who a lot of folks will remember as one of the last men standing in the state against President Trump and his attempts to steal the election there. It's going to make him a non-voting member of the state elections board and will allow lawmakers to initiate takeovers of local elections.
0: What they're planning on doing is you vote against their interests. They're planning on disenfranchising millions of voters. So that means if we get out and vote for Joe Biden overwhelmingly, they could say voter fraud and give it to who they want to give it to. That is not democracy. That tyranny. And that is the death knell or the death stroke for democracy. See, we went wrong after Reconstruction. We let the Southern racist white man Con the businessman in the North. As long as you get what you want, rich white man in the North, let us do what we want in the South. State rides. We can create Jim Crow segregation and blacks have to suffer because white America don't give a fuck about minorities. Let's keep it real. It's just a fucking story to them because they don't want to accept the truth that white supremacy is the problem. And since... 70 million white people voted for Donald Trump. We don't have nothing else to say to him. And then 430-some thousand minorities turned around and voted for white supremacy? You're the most dumbest motherfuckers i ever seen. Because what they're doing is taking your rights away, you dumb fucks. Then they bring up wedge issues. Abortion, ab- the border. Uh, if there's a shooting... They always mention Chicago, always wedge issues. If you listen to their platform, it's always to fear. Feed those ignorant crackers fear. And you got some dumb niggas in there too. I'm mean, yes, I use the N-word and I use cracker. So fuck you who don't believe in talking the truth. Because this is what the fuck's going on. You know, what kind of country we gonna have in the next five years? Because Joe Biden got to be up in another, what? Uh, four. If you don't get the shit right now, four years, those bastards can take our government and once they get their hands on our government, this time, they gonna—they already know how to overthrow it. Our media, is all entertainment because half of these motherfuckers work for these companies. Half of them own this shit. It's the rich white motherfuckers who donate secretly to these super PACs. And they don't give a fuck about the working class. If you don't believe me, look at Texas. Look at Puerto Rico. Why you think China's laughing at us? We're talking about human rights and we're fucking our own people over. For what? For power? These white supremacists, the children of the segregationists. The children of separatists, the children of the daughters of Confederates, see. Don't want to share democracy. Just listen to this shit.
6: Sports, that is significant, Aaron. It absolutely is. And, and listen, for, for especially Republicans who have long touted kind of states' rights and, and local control, this is taking local control away from uh, from these jurisdictions that have basically been in charge of, of their own elections. Uh, but, but really, I mean, just overall, uh, this is legislation that is targeting black voters and their specific strategies to really increase voter turnout. I mean, things like handing out water and, and food to voters who were standing in line curtailing Sunday voting. I mean, these are specific strategies uh, that, that certain communities have used uh, to expand their electorate. And, and, and that is and what, what um, you see these GOP, uh, these GOP uh, uh, lawmakers res- responding to. Uh, and, and also I think why you see Democrats really trying to move with urgency at, at the federal level uh, to, to uh, you know pass uh, the, the For the People Act to really uh, work to, to deal with this
0: uh, national... You, know, you know, before I let her finish trying to talk calmly because she's on national TV, let me tell you something. Too many black people died. Too many white people died. Too many Jewish people died. Mississippi burning was not a fucking story. It was the truth okay Um, SNCC Uh, my god Um, black folks freedom writers my god can I go on too many blacks and whites died for equality why are we letting these southern racist motherfuckers destroy democracy that's what I want to know because their game is as long as I keep the rich white man happy by getting his tax cuts and everything he wants fuck the rest of us and then we will divide this country and we will conquer it playing race against race everybody have a racist story to tell but we're not uniting to stop the racists who's destroying democracy and that's southern white supremacy we have to go after these businessmen like I said We look around and we ignore the Cokes, we ignore the Mercer's, we ignore all of that old racist money hide behind Alex and all these secret super PACs. One side wants to say, well, let's get along. The other side said, fuck it. White people rule this country, it's their land. They're living in a past of racism like their parents taught them. Look at Ted Cruz. Look at Holly. Look at Lindsey Graham. Look at Susan Blackburn. Look at the Republican Party. Look at Mitt Romney. He's one of those quiet racists. I'll be right back. I had to take a break for a moment. But these people are willing to destroy democracy for their own power gain. The Koch brothers spent decades. Money that they could have done good with. They put into. Koch Enterprises. Money. And their rich friends into. ALEC. American Prosperity. Names that doesn't make any fucking sense. But they was covered for white supremacy. We're looking at how they stormed the capitol. That was funded by these rich motherfuckers who fund CPAC. We see their, we see them on a white nationalist network because they have the right to spread their propaganda and misinformation. We see it in Tucker Carlson. We see it in Hannity. We see it in Mark Levin. We see it in, in Ross Limbaugh. We've seen it. Laura Ingrams. Miserable white racist motherfuckers who don't want to share democracy. For some reason, in their little sick racist minds, because see, back in the 70s, they was young kids and their parents were just as racist, didn't want to share busing all none of that shit with people. We watch these little racist white bastards come from down in Georgia. We look at uh, um, Rick Scott and and look at the governor. And we, you know, I, I mean, just because they have Spanish names, they're white. They don't give a fuck. As long as a white man can be armed with guns, they don't have no problem with gun laws unless blacks have guns. Joe Biden knows who the fuck these people are. Joe Biden just can't believe how fucked up they are to try to sit back, to turn back the hands of time in the 21st century. That's where fucking Sleepy Joe need to wake the fuck up because these bastards not gonna stop unless we cut their balls off and stick their cocks down their throats. We have to go after the Republican Party like they're going after us. We have to decapitate their fucking money. If we don't, we have to make it so toxic for any corporate American person to actually think about voting or investing in the Republican Party would destroy their wealth. We have to connect them bastards to the tyranny and the storming of the Capitol. Trust me, you think that shit just happened out of the blue? Some crazy white people decided to say, yeah, listen to Donald Trump and storming the Capitol? No. We had the Boogaloo, the Proud Boys, 3%ers, the Oak Keepers, all of them motherfuckers are down with the coup. And what tells me how we know that the senators who's in the House I mean, the representatives in the House and the senators who sit in the Senate wasn't down with that shit, look at their reaction to the overthrow of democracy. Just imagine it was black people. Huh. It would be a whole different story, okay? A whole different narrative. Boy, they would wrap themselves in the flag so quick, it'd make your head spin. Not making excuses for white separatists because they part of the problem. Let's stop playing games. You see these little gun-toting crazy bitches in the House of Representatives who call their friends and tell them where the fucking people are. We, you know, the Koch brothers and the Mercers and and, and any other white nationalists like Steve Bannon, like I said in my other podcast, them motherfuckers are just the front of the goddamn problem. I'm going behind them. I'm talking about the money. The rich fuckers who sit around and donate to this shit the rich motherfuckers who down with this
6: shit. The last thing I was just going to add, Alex, is, is, you know, I think you saw, you heard people like Stacey Abrams and Mark Elias kind of allude to litigation if Republicans insisted on moving forward with with this type of legislation. And I wouldn't be surprised if somebody like a Mark Elias files tonight. Yeah, the courts were a very, very important part of the 2020
3: election story. One would imagine they will be.
0: Hey, wait a minute. Hold on. Let me finish before these little fucking happy bastards finish on TV. Because let me tell you something. Corporate America pisses me off. Because this girl is supposed to be a journalist. But she's going to play the game and read from the teleprompter. Let me tell you something. Fuck the teleprompter. I'm going to go raw. Okay? Ah, uh, Let me where I can start. All right. If you pass a law... Because laws are written by men. Good or bad. Look at China. Writing laws to fuck other people over. In America, writing laws to fuck people over. All right, this shit shit been going on for decades. Now, either what kind of country do you, what type of country do you think we're gonna have if we let segregation, Jim Crow, and all that shit come back to life after all the blacks and all the minorities who died for fucking civil rights? You know why they can do that shit so easy? Cause they don't give a fuck about your rights. They never have, they never will. Their parents didn't give a fuck. and you think the children of those races give a fuck? Because they listen to that shit every afternoon over the dinner table. Listen how their rich folks complain about niggas or blacks or whatever the fuck they called us at their dinner table. Trying to become equal because they don't feel that we're at their level. But then we have two some token motherfuckers who help facilitate this whole goddamn problem a nigga like Clarence Thomas who disgraced Marshall Seat. niggas like whew, didn't need I go on huh Candace Owens Ben Carson dead ass Herman Kane oh, that little kiss ass nigga down in Kentucky Worried about his career. Fuck everyone else. He didn't give a fuck about his own people. Cameron. Hispanics fucking niggas who do dumb shit. Fuck Ted Cruz. That motherfucker ain't been more Spanish. Marco Rubio ain't been more. They white Cubans. And, and, And you know what? White Cubans came from Europe because of Jim Crow when they went to Cuba. They know why Fidel Castro rose up. He had his own problem, but he rose up because of white supremacy. Rich had white rich folks, Italians, Gennies, who give a fuck Jews. They all had fucking success in casinos and anything else. The rest of the country was poor as shit. They don't give a fuck. You think they give a fuck about America. Just take a look at the stuff. Just look at it. And you say, oh, well, COVID just came. It's a hundred. Oh, my God. It's a hundred year virus. Bullshit. These white supremacists made this shit to kill us all. The reason I know they did, they went with a cold style virus so it could look more neutral. Spreads, kills, but we can keep our hands off. But ain't no virus ever mutated like this. Only thing I see mutate like this is white supremacy virus. Or the virus called white supremacy. Put it like that. More proper English. For those who don't like my podcast, suck my dick. This is the problem in the country, you motherfuckers. You white racist bastards funding this shit. And you token motherfuckers out here dealing with this shit. The media will broadcast this shit until they lose their rights. Because let me tell you something. If you never experienced racism... You will never understand it. Privileged fucking people, they talk about it because they're paid to.
3: In this story as well, Aaron Haynes, thank you for joining us on this breaking news. And thank you so much for joining us today for Deadline White House. The Beat with Ari Melvor starts right now. Good evening, Ari.
7: Good evening, Alex. Thank you very much. Welcome to The Beat. I'm Ari Melbourne. President Biden, giving that first presidential press conference today, questions he took for over an hour, and right now we have the great James Carville and our friend Michael Steele here to break it all down. Good to see both of you. Let me tell the viewers tonight, Biden's strongest comments that are getting a lot of attention picks up on what MSNBC was just covering within the last hour, the big issue of voting rights, Republicans actively trying to suppress votes, the president not holding back.
5: What I'm worried about is how un-American this whole initiative is. It's sick. It's sick. Deciding in some states that you cannot bring water to people standing in line waiting to vote. The Republican voters I know find this despicable.
0: You know what? He's a white man. I'm not going to let him get away with that. The Republican people, I know, is down with that shit. Okay, he's just playing that game. But let me tell you something. If we don't take this shit serious, we won't have a democracy. Those separatist traitor motherfuckers are still fighting the Civil War. Meanwhile, we're thinking, oh, well, we all singing Kumbaya. We cannot work with traitors. Separatists. Okay, we've seen what they did under Donald motherfucking Trump. We've seen how race, these motherfuckers are so goddamn brainwashing, hateful. That they were telling you, fuck helping you. While you're standing in food lines and you're losing your home, can't pay your bills. Freezing in the cold. Oh, well, it took them eight months to give you motherfucking, what, $600? Now they finally threw you another $1,400. Those are crumbs. These rich, racist bastards can care less about you. They put a virus out here to kill us. And then they're killing us economically. Because they don't want the country to change. But what blows my mind, they own the Monopoly board. Everything's functioning they own. Everything they profit from. But that hate, that southern racist hate that arrogance of ignorance of that I'm a superior being. And you see how superior they are just so goddamn stupid. It's embarrassment. It's a fucking embarrassment. This is who our country... You know, out of all the struggles, out of all the fucking struggles, they don't want to teach people about the history of the country. They whitewash every motherfucking thing. And then all of a sudden, oh, we had civil rights, but now we're singing Kumbaya. You know why Roberts and Thomas and the rest of those races, black, stupid people... On the Supreme Court, I mean Roberts, black, stupid motherfucker, went along with him because he liked kissing white ass. I never cared for Roberts. I knew he was dirty when Bush pointed him. And I said, wow, 30-some years ago, that piece of shit, this is the legacy that piece of shit did to Robert, I mean, uh, um, Marshall C. He, he was the opposite of civil rights. Thanks to a white man slapping black people in the face in the political realm. Oh, he's nigger. They accept it. But that nigga gonna do what we want him to do. Cause they don't respect Roberts, they don't respect Connellisa Rice, they don't respect no white kiss at You think, oh my god, that piece of shit from South Carolina, Tim Scott, you think they respect his black bald headed token ass? No. Karen's owners is running around there looking for acceptance from people who would never accept them. Because they can't accept her race, they will not accept her. But you think her dumbass realize that? That little black bitch sit on Fox News every afternoon and talking her nonsense. Or that little black motherfucker who runs um, on Fox News who actually uh, talk about stock. Oh, he really hate his you wonder why slavery lasted so long. Then you wonder why Jim Crow kept us behind in the back of the bus, cause tokens.
5: Republican voters, it is the most pernicious thing. This makes Jim Crow look like Jim Eagle.
7: And we begin with two titans from two modern political parties, Democratic strategist and White House advisor to Bill Clinton, James Carville and Michael Steele who ran the RNC uh, and is an analyst for us here. Good evening to both of you. No surprise to viewers. We're gonna get to the politics. There's plenty of it. Uh, But Michael, I begin with something that I know you care about, uh, and that's the morality. What did you think of this president using this first presidential press conference to speak as he did there about what he calls Jim Crow racist voter discrimination?
5: Yeah, he brought a different tone to this conversation than we've had over the last four or five years. I mean, he showed his his interest in, his compassion.
0: You know what, before I let him sit there and talk about Joe Biden, look, fuck Joe Biden right now. What about Jim Crow 3.0? Are we going to let these motherfuckers get away with that? If we do, we're the fools. I'm calling for a nationally boycott against all corporate America products who support white supremacy. So, Google Alec. Find out who Alec' major sponsors are. And then cut the head off the snake. They're Hydra. They got a lot of heads. Start whacking. It's going to take a few months. But once we whack them, they don't want to be affiliated with segregation racism is bad for their corporate image, but don't let them get away with
5: it. ...for these things that are impacting voters, not just uh, citizens, not just in terms of health and COVID and and the economy, but also the very fundamental thing that we appreciate constitutionally and that is the right to vote. Uh, and to stand behind that particular pulpit and call it out, um, if you will, uh, is important. It is an important message um, that sends a signal around the country uh, that we need to raise our awareness, but we also are going to be called to action on this, and it'll be interesting to see how the courts
0: respond in place. You know what? Fuck Michael Steele right now. I'm too pissed off because that's all corporate BS. What we need to do, America, those who believe in democracy is go after corporate America, okay? You're hearing it on the cold comedy show. I don't get paid to sit there and BS you. He does, okay? He has to play that. Oh, well, let's take it to the courts. Fuck the courts. The courts they own the courts, okay? There's no going to no fucking courts. Either we going to fucking fight these motherfuckers because you see what they did on January the 6th. Alright, let's not think about that this motherfucker Just because a bunch of crazy motherfuckers ran there You can point fingers at them No, look at the ones who was complicit with that fucking overthrow Attempted overthrow Go after Alex Go after corporate America Go after them motherfuckers on Wall Street Expose them If they have any Republican donation Out them motherfuckers Out them We're not taking this shit anymore Okay, let their products sit on their shelves and rot. They can't make money if we don't buy. All right, that's time to stop the racism, the bigotry, the hate, the corporate games that these rich motherfuckers are playing. All right, th- th- this, you know, just listen to this nonsense that this motherfucker paid to sit on corporate television and spew
5: it's like Georgia and Arizona, how citizens respond, um, because unlike in the past where these things have been said and kind of been pushed off to the side, to have the president engage affirmatively, as opposed to what we've seen over the past four years destructively, um, is a different call. And now the test is gonna be on us as citizens to meet the challenge of mm. the president, to, to, to stick our moral courage to that sticking point, if you will. Uh, to make sure that um, these types of offenses to our democracy are rebuffed.
7: I hear you on that. Uh, And James Carville, these conversations can get weedsy. Sometimes it's the people making the voting restrictions that want it that way uh, because they say, well, it's not the same if it's just about which day or mail authentication or voter ID. And you start getting into the thicket Uh, And again, it's not my job here on on the news to tell people how to vote or how to think. Um, But I can tell people you have a right to vote. And if people in power are trying to take away and limit your right, you need to pay attention and we need to stop them. And I thought it was so striking to hear the president not get into that thicket of, oh, which this or that rule and just say they're trying to prevent you from being able to drink water in line to exercise your right like he he took it beyond the law to the to the real foundation i wonder what you thought of that james
0: well first of all uh chairman steele and i have argued over the years about who to vote for we have never argued that people should have the right to vote i mean this is a kind of it's
1: a kind of ridiculous argument we moved the ball from well i like my, my person better than your person but I think over the years we just had an unspoken agreement that you ought to let people vote and hopefully, you know, his position was, he hoped they voted for Republicans and I will they voted for
0: Democrats. Look, 64% of the people in Florida voted to give convicted felons the right to vote. Are we really going to argue in
1: Georgia, as says, I'd like to say, whether the waitress at the Waffle House gets the right to vote, whether the Delta Baggage Handle?
0: You know what? Let him finish that one. I'm going to finish this shit up. They want to take your rights away because they don't want you to vote. Once they go after your, civil, your voting rights, they're going after to civil rights. Mitch O'Connell said. This is all out of attack on democracy. White supremacy have done this shit for a hundred and some years. Why the fuck you think we end up in the situation we're in today? You know, you had Irish and Catholic in Boston didn't want to, you know, protesting because they didn't want to go to school with minority blacks. How fucking racist is that? Down South, you had white segregationists don't, you know, don't want to go to school with blacks. George Wallace. You know, that racist poison not only was in the South, it was in the North. Redlining. They put their judges in places so they can help destroy democracy. Well, I want my rights. Well, you know, they uh fiscal conservatism, we must worry about the budget. They don't bit more give a fuck about the deficit, the budget, whatever for this country. As long as white people benefiting from it, rich white, not poor. Those pickup driving Trump supporters, they just pawns in a game that the rich man is playing. Okay? So just like this news segment, they're talking about it, but they're talking about it in such a calm manner because they don't see that their fucking privileges are being avoided. Even Michael still making about $6,000 $6, a fucking appearance. Uh, he ain't going to let that money go by saying, hold on, Ari, let's stop playing this bullshit political game for Comcast and all of them. Because half of the motherfuckers sit on the board of Comcast is white supremacists. If they weren't, they wouldn't tolerate this shit that's on their national networks. I mean, on their cable network. You know, we got to stop the game, okay? this is This is getting too much. All right? I'm done. I'm disgusted. And I got to answer this phone. You've been listening to the Cold Comedy Show. Good day. Get out and stand up for your rights because these crackers are trying to take it. Yes, I said crackers good day.